So our gospel today uh, speaks, Jesus speaks to the Canaanite woman in a way that can make us feel rather uncomfortable. Jesus first appears indifferent and then dismissive, even insulting. His reference to throwing food to the dogs is odd and harsh and highly unusual. It's very difficult to understand, even more difficult to explain. I remember we had a dog for a short period of time when I was growing up. And I remember one particular dinner where my mom tried to feed us Brussels sprouts. I'm, I'm not a fan, and so my strategy was to feed them to our dog under the table. Not surprisingly, this didn't work out very well because my dog wasn't any bigger of a fan of Brussels sprouts than I was. My wife, Joanne, told me she had a slightly more elaborate strategy. She used to stuff food that she didn't like into her socks and then feed it to her German shepherd dog, Ozzy, after dinner. I know this isn't what Jesus was referring to, but maybe it softens the blow a little bit, and hopefully I'm not giving a bad example to the children gathered here. So somehow even the dogs get fed. From a liturgical perspective, we're rolling through ordinary time, yet nothing about this summer feels ordinary. Last week, the 19th Sunday of Ordinary Time, we read from the 14th chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And we were told that Peter faltered as he attempted to walk on the water during a storm. And Jesus said to Peter, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? Now on the 20th Sunday of Ordinary Time, from chapter 15 of Matthew's Gospel, we're presented with the Canaanite woman. And what does Jesus say to her? Just the opposite. A woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you wish. What a contrast from last week to this week. Peter, the ultimate insider, wavers when he takes his eyes off Jesus. And the Canaanite woman, the ultimate outsider, is unrelenting and persistent in her faith. Peter is the rock upon which the church is built, and yet this unnamed Canaanite woman, a Gentile, not one of the chosen people, is the one rewarded by Jesus because of her great faith. In each of today's readings, outsiders play a role in the revelation of God's love for his people and his desire to live in relationship with them. The prophet Isaiah in our first reading speaks of not only the chosen, but about the foreigners who will join themselves to the Lord. In our second reading, St. Paul is clearly speaking to the Gentiles, the outsiders, those who were not the chosen people, but yet they are included in God's abundance and generosity. Our readings today remind us that the division and barriers that emerge out of our own human experiences are shattered by God's generosity and abundant love. With God, there is no prejudice. There is no discrimination. There is no racism. He is for all nations and the whole world. There are no identifying boundaries 
God has dissolved them and wants all people to know his generosity and his mercy. We are all included in the mission of Jesus. And he demonstrates this when he crosses the territorial and cultural boundaries to encounter the Canaanite woman. He has entered pagan territory, Tyre and Sidon, and there is no reason for a Jew at this time to venture into that land because it was considered unholy. So this is a surprising move because throughout the entire history of ancient Israelites, the Canaanites were considered one of their primary enemies. Even more shocking is that the Canaanite woman ignored all sorts of cultural taboos. She was an unintended Gentile woman speaking to a Jewish male. Her gender, culture, religious commitment made her completely unsuitable according to the standards of Jesus' time. And yet her faith produces a miracle. This should teach us all not to marginalize people because of our own cultural biases. Jesus moved out of the constraints of his own cultural worldview and seems to be directing us to do the same. God wants all people to know his love and his mercy. We are a missionary church, hence our opening song, All Are Welcome Here. He is inviting us to an attitude of openness towards everyone, available and accepting to all people without distinction of whether they are believers or not. Sometimes we can all feel like the Canaanite woman. We cry out to Jesus in our time of need, but he is silent. We don't get the results we desire, and we wonder sometimes if he hears us or if we have been abandoned. Many times we can give up after several failed attempts, but not this woman with her simple prayer, Lord, have pity on me. Undaunted, she presses forward. She is bold and perseveres in her prayer. There is no flattery, no bargaining, no argumentation. There is simply vulnerability. Lord, help me. That is one of the key lessons she teaches us. Perseverance in prayer, even when it seems like God is silent. The Canaanite woman provides us with a guide to follow as a model for effective prayer. First, notice how she comes to the Savior with faith. She never questions whether Jesus is able to deliver her daughter from the demon. She simply trusts in the divine authority of Jesus, three times calling him Lord. Second, she shows perseverance in asking for Jesus' help. Neither his initial silence nor his attempt to decline her request lessens her tenacity in pursuing his assistance. She persisted until she attained what she sought, not for herself, but because of the love for her child. Finally, the Canaanite woman displays admirable humility. She took no offense to the comparison of the Gentiles, the non-Jews, to dogs at the table. There is no evidence of pride or resistance. 
Instead of being put off, she accepts that she has no claim to God's abiding love and generosity. This episode presents us with the dispositions essential for petitionary prayer, faith, perseverance, and humility. Our readings today reveal the generosity of God's grace. God wants all people to know his love and his mercy. His embrace is universal and his invitation is to be included in his plan of salvation remains open to all. If we approach the Lord like the Canaanite woman did, we too can hope for healing and a favorable response. So let us pray today for the gift of fortitude to persevere, like her, in unwavering confidence and faith. And let us be unrelenting in that prayer.